Hello, everybody. This is Drive Me To Your Leader with Mr. Red. And in this podcast, we hope to bring to you discussion, argument, and maybe just some fun on the way through. Today, we are here again with Dr. Onan. And now I know how to say your name. Thank you very much, Mr. Red. And yes, I am Dr. Onan. And I am here in Dubai, my apartment, by the way, with Mr. Red, as we overlook the desert, because I made a lot of money from selling NFTs. And we're just really enjoying the the merits of my um labor, really. This is I, I feel like I have to stop you because this is just rubbish. <laughs> how dare you? How dare you? So just so you know, why I'm in Dubai is You're not in Dubai. We're in Dubai. We're in my penthouse apartment. Okay. We're, we're having a mental exercise, are we? No, no, we don't even, no, you're mental. But what because I'm I am doing a psychological evaluation of Mr. Red. I'm his plastic surgeon and I'm in Dubai because I'm what on the run say, from Interpol. I'm his bitch. I, no, Edit that. Edit that. <laughs> I don't Rude care. This word. Time. I don't care. This time. Oh, I'm just going to roll with it. We're going to have to roll with it. So, so and, and yeah, and so today, just so you know, we're apparently talking about um, money versus enjoyment. Yeah, I suppose we better be on it. Money versus enjoyment. Uh, do you know, money today, I, I feel like we should have, well, we're going to have a bit more. I wouldn't say call it adversarial. I would say it's a bit more like. Well, we, we have two dogs. So my dog's called money. His dog's called enjoyment. We're about to duke it out. Yeah, but they, they, I feel like we're, we're looking for that place where it exists in the middle. We're not looking to be like, have a war. Well, you know yeah, okay, well, okay, well, you tell me then, Mr. Red. Well, you want to dive into it? Hey, let me roll my sleeves uh, up. Yeah, well, what's, what's going on with enjoyment then? What, what, what do you mean you're by enjoyment? You're just going to drop me in there. I'm dropping you right in. Me up. Two footed tackle. So... <laughs> yeah, I'm coming in like Roy Keane. It's my job. <laughs> You've silenced me. <laughs> no, no, but. Um... <laughs> I, well, I just think that if. Oh, you... sorry, sorry. I just want to say one thing. I know, you I'm... asked me a question. No, no. I just want to say for the audience, if like I sound particularly nasally today, and if I cough randomly, it's because I was really ill recently. I was really yeah, ill. Yeah, but you couldn't get a sort of cold in Dubai, could you? Oh yeah, you can. You can still get a cold in Dubai. It's even worse in Dubai. Well, no, sure. It's even be. worse because it's really hot, isn't it? But isn't that it? would mean that. How could you get a cold in a hot place? That... I'm not a medical. No, no. So, that's why you should I... stay out of my field, sir. <laughs> That's still questionable at best, isn't it? <laughs> hey, you know, I've done some quite incredible achievements in plastic surgery. I'm, yeah, I'm okay. quite renowned yeah. and respected in my field. Yeah. That's why I'm being tracked by the CIA. <laughs> so anyway. Um, Enjoyment. Yeah, I'll answer the question you asked me. Yeah. Right. Are you sure you want me to answer it? or? Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, okay. Well, I just think that if you base everything around money, that... Well, I just think it's a bit of a miserable existence. It's like I said to you last episode, you get to the end of it and then you look back and you think, well, what was the point in all of that? Because, you know, all of the stuff that you gain, you're either going to give to someone else or you're going to have to let go of when you die. And I don't know what's going to happen when you die. I don't think anybody knows, do they? But like, um, (laughs) you know? I agree. Okay, so we already got consensus on there I think I'm not giving it this no 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 not no 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 you got work for that (laughs) you got work for it (laughs) no way well that's it I mean like so I mean you sort of hit the the one thing there it's like of course life passes you by so you know you don't like want to waste your life with a job that you really hate or something like that right Um, yeah just so you have money to then do what like buy buy grenade energy drinks I don't know right are you making fun of me no, no, we're just trying I'm, to do I'm product just, placement. I'm just doing a bit of product placement. Okay. Yeah. Um, because there's nothing wrong with Grenade. But they, yeah, sorry, what was that? Yeah, so w- you do, w- you do w- that. W- but then at the same time, like, it's miserable having no money. Well, it's a very miserable. Yeah, but what about, like, um, 
Hang on a minute. How far are we going to go out this? Because I mean, put this. Oh, way. I, so I was going to know. I was going to say that because <laughs> <laughs> I was going to go a long way back, <laughs> way way back in the you know the old times. I was. We, we were yeah. we were cavemen, and also there's still. I wasn't going to go that far. Back. There's also tribes now that still don't utilize money, right? And I I remember that there's that story. Yeah, but they usually of, eat people, so they don't really. But not everyone's a cannibal if they're in a tribe. Like that's yeah, there are like Papua New Guinea can, cannibal tribes. Like, I tell you what, that you go there and find out. And then you can report back to us your findings right, if, okay. you still, if you're still alive. Yeah, sure, sure. I'll, okay. I'll, I'll do like a live feed. I'll take a mic with me and just like, here I am, Papua New Guinea. No, no, I won't go there. <laughs> but no, you, you get... Um, so there's that story of the anthropologist who went to Brazil and he said to the like one of the Brazilian Amazonian tribes, like, you know, oh, my wife committed suicide. And they, they laughed at the concept because they were like, why would you... It was alien to them that someone would do that. Are you sure that it was alien or it was just one of those where it was such a taboo subject that they just never talked about it? Oh, it felt a bit giggly about, oh, God, it's like, you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, so yeah, you yeah, can't yeah. be, I mean, it's human nature to have those sorts of things. If you say you don't, they don't exist. Well, I'm kind of looking at you sideways regardless okay, of where enough. you're from. Well, my narrative I was going with is that they don't have <laughs> money, right? And fair enough, but they're more. Are you, you're arguing for money, though. Well, I am, but like, what, this, is a, this, this, is is a, this is what I'm saying. This is the tricky part. bold strategy card now. <laughs> if it pays off. Let's see. Let's see. But no, so like, <laughs> if we went right back to then, right, that's fine. Okay. But the thing is... Now you're in my territory. I, I like dentistry. And right. I, I like, you know, seeing a film at the cinema or, you know... Or recording a podcast. It's always that. That's, you know? That was third on my I, list. I, third? Yeah, that was, uh, you know, it, it was ahead of eating strawberries, you know, so, you know, it's, that's how high I regard it. But not bananas, though. I can't have bananas. <laughs> I have a, I'm a doctor allergic to bananas. Brilliant. Um, what are your five a day? Yeah, I know, isn't it? Like, I, I can, so where are you going anyway, with sorry, this tribe thing, then? I'm not going to talk about bananas again. So, what, no, what my point is now is that you do need money now because of this type of society we live in but it's also beneficial that of the society we live in because like, there's that tribal argument the, the noble tribes I mean that like when you go back to like sort of tribal existence like, it's more like communal existence you feel more organic bonds and stuff like that and you feel better right don't you feel more miserable though but that, I don't think you feel more miserable no. I, I think because also I, I don't know because it, it's more of like you have more internal motivation and that's sort of what is quite key to translate into our society now so what I mean by internal motivation is a lot of people they 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 fulfil roles, and they, they can look after themselves. There's a self what's the word self sustainable self sustainable yeah nature to it right and and also there's a lot less convoluted BS like we get from our like you know, media and all that all that malarkey status and all that we don't necessarily have that like I saw a clip of this tribe in Africa and they hunt and they, they, they can run all day because they're, they're super fit and they're just healthy. The person that was running with them was really, but they were like reasonably fit, but like they couldn't keep up. And the tribes were just laughing at how bad of hunts this person was. And they were like, how yeah, but hang on, them? wait, but they're, they're, the way they like live their life is very, wait, like, just on that one subject, yeah. right? They're, they're laughing and all the rest of it because he's not as fit. Right. Fair enough. Okay. Just, what if that tribesman falls over, severely injures themselves, yeah. and is like, oh no, I have no modern medicine? Well, that's it. So, come back to my so, point. Yeah, this is what no, I'm saying now. I, I think it's a good trade off. No, but this is what I'm saying. This is why it's good that we have the site we have now, but you need money in our society now. So, again, my point is it's like, well, yeah, so as I, you, I just, you know, I'm going to start us off then on, I'm going to go all the way back. All the way back. Yeah, no, we're going to. So, start, the Bible? No, no, further back than that. Oh, okay. Wait, there's, it's only 6,000 years old, the earth. No, wait a minute. Let me, let me. So, if you go back to ancient Greece, as we often do to win an argument. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Touche. Right. 
Um, is it Diogenes? Diogenes? I guess it's... The, the cynic of um, Sinope, wasn't it? And then he got yeah. captured by pirates and went to... Um, it, I guess it doesn't really matter how you say it, but either way, yeah. he had basically no money all his life, and at one That's point right. he lived in a barrel, right? And yeah, he, I mean, his whole philosophy was like, they called him a dog, so he decided to pee in the street. Yeah, so on, on that on you that know. note, do you know cynic comes from the word kunikos, and kunikos means dog-like? I did know that, actually. I, I, I didn't remember that I knew that, but now you've said that, yeah, oh, it sparked yeah. something in my brain, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's interesting. Yeah. But yeah, that's or maybe that's where it comes from. Because it, but it, yes, he, he, I, I don't know if he enjoyed his life, but he obviously didn't chase money and they did have currency in ancient Greece. Yeah, yeah. He was so, a funny guy. He was a funny lad. You know, maybe we, we're the wrong people. We should have homeless people in and see what they think because that could be like <laughs> bring the homeless people into my Dubai apartment. I'm not having that, mate. We're so not, uh, we've now just been banned. Yeah. yeah. But uh, <laughs> they would have like, a, it'd be interesting bit, because they'd have like a diverse range of opinions, I'm sure. But yes, yes. At the same time, I feel like if I did that, I would lose the argument. So maybe they won't be involved in this. Yeah, because again, they, they go back to like when they have a health issue with their teeth, there's no there's no outlet unless they take a tooth out. Yeah. You know, so, so. But like that's the beneficial because like I I almost lost my face from an abscess and right. and it was like, like if I didn't have dentistry, I'd you know, I probably wouldn't have a head. It just kept growing. It just kept growing. <laughs> You're right, though, because there was that thing with Henry VIII, wasn't there, where he, he fell off a horse. I think it was a horse. Yep. And he had, um, I don't know if it was an abscess. Yeah. But he had, he had uh, something on his leg for the rest of his life. They had to keep lancing. And yeah. because they had no way of, of being able to get rid of it, you know, modern medicine or anything yeah. like that, yeah. they literally just had to keep lancing the pus out for the rest of his life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Horrible. And that's That's... And he was a king, so he had the best dream. Can you imagine not yes. being the king? Yeah, yeah. Having one of those. It would have been, oh, it'd been but awful. Like the the craziness it? of what they thought about it was like, I'll just let the ghosts out your blood and all that type of thing. We'll put the leeches on and we'll get the witches out. No, I think by his age, I'm not saying. It was some advancement. They, but were, it, it was actually, pretty, pretty. They didn't have germ theory or anything like that. They were saying that, but it was I don't, pretty I don't think the Renaissance really happened until like Elizabeth the First. In the in England anyway, in Europe I think it happened earlier, but it took yeah, some time because Henry VIII was just like, let's let's mess this country up. Yeah, 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 yeah. Right, <laughs> right. Pretty much. <laughs> I, I want to. <laughs> I want to be in charge. But I think um. So yeah, like Diogenes is a, a like his he was an intriguing character. He's a bit of a comic in like an existential sense because he was like like firing out these lines that um. Was it Plato? You can imagine, you can imagine Plato being like and a Alexander the Great sort of character and being like really serious about how you should live your That's life. Right. And, and then he comes and is like, nah, don't worry about all this. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and it would have been really annoying. Yeah, that's that famous line with the chicken, isn't it? Like yeah. Plato's like, you know, it's a, fe- uh, a human's a feathers biped. And then yeah, to re- yeah, Darcy to comes in with yeah. Yeah, he comes in with a chicken, chicken that has no feathers. He goes, "Behold, Behold. Plato's man!" Yeah. Just taking the piss. It's <laughs> yeah. uh, play like ah, oh, yeah, fucking Diogenes. Yeah. Um, so yeah, but he again, yeah, like he had an eventful life. But again, that's just one guy. That, like okay, another person with money, Solon Athens. Solon Athens was a very intriguing character. So I don't know about this guy. This guy, right? I'm I'm going off memory here. So again, I encourage someone to look it up. But Athens. The word anarchy, right, comes from, um, it means without an acron. And an acron was someone that was a part of the council that sort of oversaw it. I don't know if it's right to say, it's sort of like a president, as in they preside over decisions, right? And Solon of Athens was a very rich um, merchant. 
And there's we got we know about his life through this um poem. There's a big poem about his life with like a biography, basically. And so in Athens actually helped economic reform in Athens. So what the rich do, and they've done this throughout time and moral, is they have such wealth that they then push these massive debts upon the poor mm. and then they can't pay it back so then they take their land off them and this kept happening oh, yeah, and happening right, right? I, think and that happened, so what's, I think kind of happened in Rome as well but it was a case of they, the poor went to war and then they just moved in yeah, I that's, think that was yeah they just literally just take yeah. it and then, and then Solon uh, sort of short but abbreviated story is that he comes into like I think he comes to the Anacron or something important in um, Athens and he instigates all this um, reform and it's really interesting. So he makes it more, I'd say more democratic, relatively more democratic in Athens times. Um, and and it leads to basically this economic evening. Like, So he gets the debts off the poor, they get their land back. And the rich hate the guy, of course. But he had Solon had a lot of power. He's undermining he all of us. Solon was a very popular guy. And this is a guy that was really wealthy. So he did a bit of a Julius Caesar in a way. Yeah, he didn't have to do this, right? Right. But like, So what's interesting, though, is he... Um, yeah, so there's this period where Athens actually gets quite thriving. Because when you have a society that isn't too economically polarised, it's a lot better for everyone involved. Oh, absolutely, yeah. Absolutely, yeah. I think so, that's what we had in the UK maybe... 15, 20 years ago. Yeah. And maybe, and, and yeah. then just to round off the Solon thing, it's like he, I think he gets like uh, suspiciously killed when he leaves. But he had something like he had a plat or some sort of stone that had these rules. It's like you can't change these rules immediately and stuff. It's a really interesting story. They but had then, a convoluted way of but then, working in Athens, didn't what they? The, yeah. But then what the rich did is they caused anarchy. So mm. they, they did all these basically these tricks where there wasn't an anacron and yeah. therefore politics was in this mess and when there's chaos then the rich just gobble up the land again so it sort of basically yeah. reverted everything but I think it ended chaos up chaos is a ladder it, it led, that's right dun, 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 dun. <laughs> but I think it led to Athens golden age because if I get this right the what's his name Peridides oh, I don't know Pericles Pericles, is it Pericles? Uh, you know, it, Pericles comes it, a little bit shortly afterwards I think he basically brings back a little bit of in Greece balance, I, think I think it's it's said a different way it's with a K isn't it because they've got different ways of pronouncing their letters than us. Yeah, like we say, we say Hercules, don't we, or something like that. There's this Heracles. Her- or, it's something or, like that. Yeah, it's a little bit different. Yeah, a little bit funky. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so uh, with that point, um, I then so that's someone that's rich and he made an impact on people's lives and also on the point of where we said about you know more economic equality. Not doesn't have to be everyone's the same, but more less polarization, I should say. If you look at yeah, when one end starts running away from the other, we're in problems because there's going to be a lot of resentment. Oh, yeah. But yeah it's crazy how people trust, carry on yeah. despite the resentment, isn't it? It's, that's the what I always find Well, that's it. It's, it's an atmosphere. It's an, so uh, yeah. like with Sociology 101, you get um, basically the comparison between the Nordic model and the USA model. So with... Um, <clears throat> pardon me. With uh, right. Scand- you've, got, like, you've got Scandinavian countries and you've got the Nords and there's a slight discrepancy between them like Scandinavia is only like Sweden, Norway and uh, Denmark yeah it, no, is it Finland as well? Finland doesn't count no that's that's really? the tricky yeah Finland doesn't count right. Finland's a Nordic country and Nordic countries are, include Iceland I used to know a Finnish Finland. girl and she moved to the UK yeah. sorry to interrupt oh no that's fine like, sorry no. and um, I said why did you move and she was like it's very boring and I was like okay <laughs> no, no, so, I can kind of imagine that okay so I do apologise to any Finns that are listening uh, make it a Finnish. I say what I have heard is if like Irish people when they go to Finland, they are rock stars out there because it's quite an introverted country. Finland, so they're quite like they're right, nice people. Okay. They're, they're you know very nice people from all counts, but they're just a bit more into, not into themselves. You know, I, mean, I don't mean up themselves, but they're just introverted. Whereas an Irish person goes there, I suppose it's tough the when it's cold all the like, time. Yeah, and, and they're, they're, they, but they're just way more outgoing, and it apparently is quite a profitable business for. Right. I go, oh, that's there we go. Yeah, yeah. But um, so, so let's bring it back a little bit then. Um, 
Well, well I want to just carry on with the economic point because oh, what, sorry. what I was going to say is that it's like, with money, it depends on what you're working for, isn't it? See, I think the difference between you and me is you 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 build the picture and I just come straight through and smash it. Like, here's one line. <laughs> well, what about Diogenes, yeah. the, the artistic cynic? <laughs> and, uh, but I, I, well, what I find interesting about um, the Nords, they got the Nordic model and the Nords basically had this idea of um, they trust each other. They trust their government to actually do, they have shouts? do things. They have what? Shouts. Shouts. You know, like, Skyrim, like, <laughs> the dragon ball. through down and all that type of malarkey. Well, yeah. Like, yeah, you know. <laughs> <laughs> that's the Nords, dun, isn't it? Dun, 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 dun. Oh, that's Game of Thrones, I was just thinking. Um, yeah, no, I mean, through through down all the way. I mean, that was, Skyrim is based on... Dover King, Dover King. You know, Denmark, oh, this, I'm, I can't, I'm going to butcher it if I no, carry no. on. Dover King, Dover King. <laughs> right, dun, 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 dun. But no, they, they basically, they got... When what? is the new Elder Scrolls game coming out, by the way? There is. No, when? Oh, when? I'm getting impatient. Oh, mate, they're not going to make another one. It's been like 10 years. They've been so busy building this online game, and fair enough if you like it, but I played it once, to be fair, when it did just come out. Yeah. And I just thought, oh, not another MMO. So you didn't enjoy it? I just don't like MMOs very much. Mm. Right? There's some that I have played over the years that I've got quite into, but mm. it's just such a time suck, isn't it? And people will, like build their entire lives around some of it, and it's fair enough, but yeah. Yeah. I don't have time. Personally, it's just like just give, to... yeah, just give me yeah, yeah, exactly, right. Right? and just give me a, a single player RPG game, yeah. and just let me go off for a little while and let me play it, and then yeah. I'll finish up and I'll carry on my life. Because I mean, like, Sky... I don't need a life inside of my Sky own life. was like thirteen years ago now, is it? It's got to be, hasn't it? Maybe was it two thousand eight? Because they've done so many remasters of it as well, haven't they? And I can't quite remember. We're getting off topic. Yeah, we are. We, we are, are getting. But, off they're, topic. but yeah, so but yeah, yeah, with the Nords. <laughs> Sorry about that, Skyrim fans, but with the Nords, yeah. But anyway, they got like uh, their welfare system. Yeah, works uh, quite well for them. They have a very sort they, of collective system. In, they do. In some you, of the you pay there, high taxes, but you get a lot of. But don't you? If you benefits. become like a bit more of an individual, they don't like it very much. I don't Isn't it something know. like that? They don't, you get like outcasted really easily. So it is, obviously, it isn't a perfect society, etc. Because I, I, if in Vichol's Latan, you know the football player. He um Oh you've said about that, yeah. He he was in Malmo, if I remember right, but he was in the rough part of Malmo. His his family are Serbs, if I remember rightly, or his dad's Serbian. Something along those lines. From the yeah, he's got that sort of he and, look about him, and, it, and he says in his book is like, you know, he, he stood out because he's a tall dude. Yeah. He has his black hair and in Sweden, you know, it is a bit of a stereotype, but it's for a reason, is that the blonde they're blonde, blue eyes people, right? Um that's the common. But also he said like they're very middle class, because that's one of the strengths of their system is they've always had like a strong middle class in the Nordic countries. Because yeah. with the way they're like for them, because it was sparsely populated and their their lords, like it goes way back to like you know, the start of the yeah, it's got about a thousand years basically, where the farmers had a lot of Christianity, basically. Yeah, you could say that. Probably yeah, even before that, around they, that they, sort of time, they they had a lot of power. The farmers because the rich were they the, to hold over a kingdom was really hard in like Sweden in Norway because mm. of geography and how sparsely populated things and how isolated communities are. And the farmers could just get in a boat and you know pillage England if they really wanted to. Yeah, they, 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 they did. Just, <laughs> yeah, they did quite <laughs> often. They they, those little rascals. They even got the Sicily the buggers. And, um, That's true. Yeah, yeah. They um and. Also, even North America, those allegedly, allegedly, there's there's no. Yeah, so very briefly, there is like this rumor that Carthage managed to get to um, North America. I don't know about that one. I don't know, but anyway. So the the, um, I think they only had coastal boats back then, so I very much mm. doubt it. Right. No, that's it. That's what because there was a lot. Like a lot of people don't realize this because obviously you know not people, but. 
there was a reason why there wasn't a lot of sea exp- exploration before the age of sail, and that's because the boats simply weren't good enough. Go over those, they, yeah, they, that's right. There yeah, was yeah. no navigation but, ability. Uh, there was nothing. Carthaginians could get yeah. around um, Africa, but they couldn't get across the big seas. So I think no, it was a- not possible. A- a- Egypt have got um, a guy that went around the whole of Africa. Um, the gorilla, the word gorilla yeah, comes go, from Carthage. Around, yeah, you could go around the coast. It means like carry saying, mountains, but when like you that. actually, you couldn't get to North America because it's an isolated. No, yeah, continent. that's that's what I'm saying. Yeah, that that, you know? that and that. Well, to be fair, that's how the Vikings got there. Wasn't it? It's was over the north. They went to, you know, Allegedly. Greenland. And then Alleg- over to no one can decisively prove that. I believe it. I think there's enough. Well, anyway, sorry, sorry. You Again, we're, it, we're, so we're, it must be true. Oh yeah, of course. Just as a side note, I saw a video yesterday about this guy. He gave this really cool story about this guy, and at the end of it, he goes, "We don't know if it's true, but it sounds good, so what? I like to believe it." And it's like, okay, that's nice. So, yeah, <laughs> it's what, very scientific. What, yeah, there's one story. Yeah, which, who cares, right? There's one story I wish is um, true, but it's yeah. There's this, this supposed. Um, I think it's a Persian explorer. He had to go north and tell the, the emperor. Shah, I can't remember what it is, um, what he saw. So he went all the way north and supposedly got to basically around like northern Finland. And this story goes that he saw this, like the, the locals said there's this tribe in the woods who are like barrel-chested, like thick, as in strong, and they're a bit different to us, but they're human-like. Yeah. And the story is like, oh, there's, that could be the last Neanderthals was still on the outreach to society there. And it's a nice story, but, you know, it could be true, but it's just anecdotal. This guy came back and was like, you'll never believe this to the Shah. So, you know, maybe I had to embellish some details. Who knows? But if that's true. Well, but anyway, let's, you know what? Let's focus on money. money yeah, yeah. And that's, that's what I was going to say. But so with the Nords, they got their system. And Sweden has more billionaires. I think it's actually easier to get richer in Sweden than in America. Statistically, because well, I mean, less it, competition. Yeah, if you have more, but that's that's when you get some economists, they're like, "Oh, Swedes have got all these um, money restrictions on investments and all that stuff." But it also it's easier for like there's a safety net and it keeps the herd of Swedes together. It like whereas there's a massive risk in America. If you're like I'd say, there's friend, massive risk, but you also have the a very minuscule chance of being the richest person. Whereas oh, in other countries, you're less likely yeah. to get. I think that's the gamble, isn't it? Yeah, that's like, what the American dream. <laughs> I don't think the American dream was supposed to be that exactly, but it was meant to be that ability to be able to reach that height. But the problem with obviously the American dream that mm. people have discovered in the last seven decades is there's also a lot of more people that have to fail. For you to get to that height, you have to make a lot yeah. of other people fail. Yeah. That's how way things work. So yeah. that that's, that, that's really the problem. If we want to bring it back with with money yeah. in general, is yeah. that. You know, it's it's all a game. That's the point, and that and you can't get around that because it literally is set up like that. Yeah, and that's yeah. Again, there's a cultural so, so, legacy of it because, like, with the game, because again, if we go back, it's like the uh, Scandinavians they have a trust in their society to collectively come together, so they have a collective risk together, right? They pay their taxes, and there's an element of like, so for example, with parents, if you have a newborn, like the two parents have. Um, uh, like a year off, they can collect use the that time amongst each other. It's not like they both get a whole year off. But then there's more to that. Like a, a woman will have so many months off, and a guy could have so many months off. So there's these benefits because they because the, how the Scandinavians look at it is like if you make sure the children are safe, are really well educated. So Finland, I think, has the best um, system well for education. If I remember rightly, um, if they do if they do well at school, then they're more malleable for employers, and then. The employers have smarter, more capable um, employees, and that's better for the economy because then people have better, what you call it, um, salaries. 
and then they can be taxed more and then the system feeds into itself because then they improve their services. That's like the general gist of it. And it has worked for them because they, they moved into um, the high tech, so Nokia, Nokia. Yeah, but I, you know, I've said this to you before about these countries and that's very good and I don't want to mean to undermine any of it, but the... the the biggest problem I've always had of it, and I've and I know about this because I've spoken to very various yeah, people yeah. from these places, and they say that about the there's there's not a lot of individualism, and my problem with that yeah. actually yeah. is that how much enjoyment do you get from that? Well, I don't know. That's well, tricky because I because you know, like because um, they get a lot of like so they come frequently like time and time again. Happiest countries, healthiest uh, countries. No, see, I have a problem with with happiness statistics. How do you measure what is happening? It's such well, a subjective thing. Well, the, how do you, you document that? So there's all there's all sorts of things. There's all sorts of things. So it's like you can, for example, take just up. That's there's interesting about cortisol. Um, with cortisol, of course, it's the stress hormone, and. You no, get- no, no, but that's not what I mean. Like, you can define, you can measure it scientifically like that if you wish to. But my problem with that is what about people that literally thrive off of stressful situations? Uh, psychos, yeah. Well, no, no, no. I'm talking about, you know, you've got your adrenaline junkies, you've got all kinds of things. And if you lived in a place that tried to balance everything so well like that, and fair enough to them, I've mm-hmm. spoken in the last episode how balance is important. But how, en- how much enjoyment do you actually get out of that? Like, you've got. <laughs> I know last time I said about balance and I think you've got to start there right and that's where you want to be a lot of the time but mm-hmm. that's not enjoyment you've got to be able to if let's say there was a, a world that existed outside of this one right yeah let's say that after you die you go into that world I'm not saying there's an afterlife I'm just this is a theoretical thing right mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and then you're allowed to look back at all the things you did if you sat there for 75 years living in the middle in one of those countries and then you got to review it and you said well, that was enjoyment. It isn't. It's it's surviving in the most, le- well, le- you know, least amount of risk way. Have, now that's not enjoyment. If you have your, well, this is up to you if, what you enjoy is at the end of the day. So, so you can have your basic needs looked after, and that gives you a plateau to then go on and do something. Does it though? I don't know if it does. Yeah, it does. I, does it? Yeah, yeah. I mean, like, so obviously, obviously, like the Scandinavians, they don't just like wake up and they just go. Oh, I have no stress. There's nothing I need to do. No, I didn't mean I, uh, that. That's why relative stress. I'm not trying to discount but, any of that. But, but like they, 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 they still have. They still go on and do things. Like Swedes love, love a good ski, mate. And that, that's that's a good adrenaline thing. And also, like they can do that. There's um okay. So actually, there's something in your saying here. Uh, I, last night I spoke to someone. They they told me of this. Uh, oh wait, call it the YouTuber but that's not called. I'm, I'm still talking, Mister Red. <laughs> There's a, guy, there's, there's a a guy called Air Rack, and, okay. and I only heard of him last night from this guy. And okay. he, he follows the Mr. Beast formula, like, you know, really fast videos, 15 minutes straight to the point. And he does this challenge where it's like $1. And sorry, sorry, $1 challenge. Right. This challenge, well, let me get my notes. Yeah, this challenge. Basically, he goes to like an expensive resort. Yes, he has one dollar, and he has to like survive twenty four hours. I find that such a bad premise because I was like, all right, survive a week. That that would be interesting. But his yeah, at the same time, his friends have um like all the money they basically have, have a really high budget. So they they are in this resort, and I was watching uh, one video where they go to Palmer's, and so his friends are in a really expensive thing. What made me laugh right at the start, right out the bat, he fails to challenge this one dollar guy because he uses his air miles to get free travel. And I was like, well, that's great, but like, right. you need to spend money to get those air miles. So like, he's instantly already failed. That's been being really technical 
about it. So he goes to the place and he has one dollar and then he tries to sell pen and he ends up selling a shirt for like forty dollars because he's told these girls that it was chance, right? And then he uses that money to buy food and then get a jet ski. And then at the end of it, his mates meanwhile are in like a super expensive hotel. They go to a water park, they jet ski as well. And they do a lie detector. And they they ask the thing of like, oh, did you enjoy yourself? And the guy who did the one dollar thing enjoyed himself, the other two supposedly actually didn't. Anyway, the the gist of it is like, you know, you don't need money to pay happiness. I think there's two things that one's a I don't one's well, one one is a challenge. And when you overcome challenges, I just, there's a oh let me finish. When you do challenges, right. like you overcome it, there's a purpose to it. And there's also there's a wit to it when you have the challenge. When you're just going to a holiday and just relax and consume it, right? There's there's a different feeling to it. It depends on what you want. Like if you, that's a payoff for this game with work. Like if you work and you've worked hard, you fancy going to, you know, going to Spain for a bit. Fair enough. You know, but, so like, but it's two different things. But here's the thing, right? So the first, I say it's a bonus episode. To be between you and me and everyone else listening, I recorded the episode of Alan Watts to make sure my sound equipment was working. Properly. Yeah, yeah. But actually, I don't think it was too bad. Is this um, the distinction of work and play you're going to get to? No, no. I just want to get in touch on that because yeah. I think he has this speech about dreams right okay. and i won't read all of that because he says it a lot better than i can and i probably wouldn't remember it all but the point of it is is he says that when you the hindus believe that the point of the godhead is to not is to play as if you're not god right right now bear with me on this one well, so when when you do that you then come up with ways to live your life, okay? And each time that you dream, you want to make it more exciting or you want to do different things. So eventually you dream you a dream that lasts about 75 years. Yeah, yeah. And then you dream, you know, where you are right now. And then actually you'll come out at the end of it and say, oh, that was a bit of a close shave. We had a good time there. Okay. And what I'm trying to say is, when I say enjoyment, I don't mean I'm going to play tennis or I'm going to go skiing or whatever, right? Yeah. I want to take it a bit of a deeper level than that because that to me is is an activity and you can get fun from it. Yeah. But I'm I'm talking about more than that. So if at the end of it, and I go back and say that was a close shave, let's say what he said is true, right? Let's say that belief is a true belief just for the sake of this bit here, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. Let's say that that's true. And I look back and think, oh, that was that was good fun. All the, all the things I managed to do. I was homeless for like forty years, and then after, and then like ten, ten years after that, I was on the run. Whatever, no, right? And you yeah. think to yourself, in the moment, it's bad because you're having all the different feelings you are because you're playing that part, right? Mm -hmm. And there's two sides of this. I will touch on the serious side of it, but right. and then you're having fun with all of that, and then you look back and think, that was really fun. What what can I do next time, right? right. But if I sit there and I've got lots of money, right? Mm -hmm. And I'm doing what you, you know, I'm in Sweden, I've managed to do really well and I've managed to get quite a lot of money and I go skiing sometimes, that gets new adrenaline going. But then I've got this safety net all of my life and then I end it and I look back and think, oh God, that was a bit dull, wasn't it? That wasn't very fun at all. And and it's a little bit like, that's what I'm talking about when I say enjoyment. I'm talking about on that spiritual level and I just want to address the serious cool. side. Okay. Yeah. I don't want to unmind because... That doesn't mean that that's true. Let's say it's not true and actually being homeless is a terrible moral experience, right? Let's very say tough, that. Tough, yeah, yeah, and I don't want to take it away from people who are in those moments now. But what I'm but also, there has to be a point of it after you're not that anymore and you're something else or you, you've died or whatever. And that, there has to be Ooh. a certain level of it. Do you get what I'm trying to say? Well, so, but you're saying there's a point to your life 
you know, despite I what think the, the circumstances, I think is. the absurdity of it is even if it has no point, that in itself is still a point. It's still quite amusing when you get to the pearly gates, so to speak, metaphorically. Gets if you want to look at it that way, uh, yeah, people have different images, but yeah, that's yeah, the yeah. point. And that's and you can come up with all these different examples and everything, but ultimately the bottom line is when it comes to it and comes down to it, you can build the best society in the world, but eventually, you know, I've built let's say I've built a really amazing sound castle, right? And let's say I'm just like, I'm really bored of this now. I'm going to knock it down. Or if I'm not that type of person and I'm not very destructive, someone else comes over, looks at it and they're like, oh, that's good. But then they get something that rises up inside of them that they can't explain. They think, I really want to kick that down. But what is that then? Because the whole point of them having that is come over and say, I want to get a bit of fun out of this. I want to mix things up. because they're an arsehole. No. No, no, no. Well, I mean, someone going over someone else's uh, sign card. Well, uh, yeah, okay. I'm going to kick this out. But this is the point, right? So if we get into the morality of the argument, then if you want to get to that point, right? No. (laughs) Well, but this is it, right? If you want to get into the morality part of the argument, that's the interesting side because there's there's always those people, I like to call them like priests. It doesn't matter Mm -hmm. if, if they're like, if they're, a proper like job as a priest or whatever. And I'm not discounting people who are priests or whatever, but the issue of them is they get a moral thing and they take it very seriously. Now I don't, I'm not saying that all murders, something we shouldn't take seriously because you know, you'd have to be a moron to think that to be perfectly honest with you. Mm -hmm. But in terms of kicking down someone's sandcastle, all right, you're going to tell the person off and be like, that's bad. But at the end of the day, you're going to see the funny side of it. And if you don't see the funny side of it, those are the type of people that people don't like. Because that they're ruining the enjoyment of why you're doing it in the first place. Do you reckon... That's the point. Do you reckon G.O.D. got bored and just nuked the dinosaurs? He was like, I'm done with this. Maybe. Maybe he's there like, I am, exactly. I've Maybe. had enough of these T-Rexes on this... <laughs> Mother of these hands. hands. What a failure. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I've that, right, ruined it, nuke it. And then he's like, I, or maybe like that's that's the really twisted part. Here we go. Here's the one. So obviously we needed those all stuff for us to have oil now. Mm. And obviously we need us now for AI and to get out to be born. And then mm. AI takes over the universe. And then I don't know what happens after that. Maybe maybe there's this weird plan going on. I don't know. No, but that's the point. And this is the interesting thing, because I'm you know, I'm I wouldn't say I'm a massively scientific person, but I'm very interested in stuff like that. I mean, yeah. you know, I bored you before we started this with a nuclear reactor talk. So, you know, the point is I'm quite into that stuff and I'll look up like how long it would take to get to, say, Andromeda. I think it's, yeah. oh, don't quote me, but I think it's like 2.5 million light years away. So yeah. it would take you, if you're traveling at the speed of light, it would take that long to get there. I think that's right. Don't quote me. Yeah. So you'd have to travel whatever the speed of light to make it hundreds of years. Yeah. You know, it, it's incredible. Anyway, I'm interested in that sort of thing, right? Yeah. yeah. But I forgot what I was going to say. Oh well, <laughs> no, because I was saying like uh, I was saying about prompt like me, prompt me. I was saying about like how like we're a part of like potentially a plan. No, no, okay. and AI yeah. was going to. No, 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 sorry, and I, I was sort of alluding. I know where I was going to. I know okay. I was going to go with stuff. It. So self-composed. basically, in, in all that science, it's weird because we look at scientists like they're the new priests, right? Bear with me. No, no, and there's good reason for doing that. Yeah. Because they have, you know, science, in my opinion, has made life just completely more bearable in so many different fields and aspects in so many different ways. Yeah, yeah. And I'm completely behind it. Mm-hmm. But my problem with it sometimes is that people mistake the what's going on, why is going on in terms of the atoms, where they're going, all the rest of it, with really what, sorry, the how, with why that's really happening. Because... I've always made this analogy. If you can explain why a volcano erupts, right? 
Mm-hmm. You can explain everything about it scientifically of why that occurred, right? But can you really explain why it happened in that particular time? Let's say I've never been near a volcano in my life, right? And then one day I'm decided, you know what? I'm going to go to Sicily. I'm going to have a great time. And that's the date that a volcano goes off. Why is that? Can you say it's random occurrence? Yes, but you can't prove that because we can't prove any of that. That's the theatre. That's the point. That's the theatre behind it. That's the enjoyment part behind it. And if you don't understand that, that's the point. Yeah. But you can go too far with that. I don't want to be advocating silly things. That's what I'm saying. But you know what I mean? A bit of fun, a bit of enjoyment. And that goes way beyond money that you can accrue. By just what? But money is part of that game, right? Would we agree with that? Wait, wait, money's part of the game of what? Money is part of the enjoyment game. Part, yeah, definitely. That's that, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You need money. But it's not all of it. Of course it's not. Because behind the scenes, oh, is that, is that what you strange finger on. Is that what you want? Is that you want money to be... <laughs> is that your argument against money? That it's not a part of the whole enjoyment game? I know, yeah, like enjoying no. life. Like, you're a part of the ride. I mean, it'd be your mug's game if you, like, just completely fixate on it. But yeah. then, it's a... It's a oh, I'll just get back to what I said earlier. It's just bloody miserable if you don't have any. Like, is it though? This is the point I'm making. I mean, like, I, I mean, if you know. can live off the land, if you can be self-sustaining, because you always hear about those people and we see you them. You can do that, or like, you know. you, like the Unabomber, for example. He managed to live off the land of that, but he ended up getting really resentful about society. But there was, that's a shame because he was a genius. Wasn't he was he, a genius. Really? Wasn't it's he? A shame but, like, what he, he turned got into MK Ultra, and it just what's, what's MK Ultra? MK Ultra was that program which we only have some of the documents on because the FBI tried to burn most of them, but they right. wanted to. Um, uh, test drugs on people and see if they could basically control their minds. And th- he was at, I think it's Harvard. Oh, no, no, I know what you're talking about. He, the, he was at Harvard. The interviews yeah, where the they inter- just abused him. And they abused him. And he got really, they were trying to, it's Is messed that up. what caused it though? Oh, There's God. debate about hey, it. Come on, God. You've just been psychologically abused. He was also ahead of his time. Mm. He was a precocious kid. Like he was in the last year of high school. Well, do you know, I disagree with, because like, I watched the Unibomber documentary mm-hmm. and it annoyed me. <coughs> and I, you know, I, I know that sounds really grumpy, but it did. It annoyed, it annoyed me because you. they went through of all the crimes he did and all the rest of it. And yeah. how they ended it was his message was right, but his actions were wrong. And I thought to myself, let's have a think about what his message is. And his message was, we're going to live off the land and have nothing. And I thought, well, that's not the message. That, well, yeah, that, why is that message right? Well, that's it. That, like Going back to what I said right at the start, it's like, yeah, the tribe thing yeah, it sounds nice, but it's, it, there's a lot you miss out on. And we, But that's how they lives. ended it on that sort of ideological point. And I thought, well, that's yeah, not, yeah, that's not easy, right, is it? But, like, he, but he, had, he had... It led to those actions anyway you know what I mean like I don't know yeah because he had his um uh manifesto didn't he and there's some well, rant. yeah 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 yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't yeah. know if we can go that far yeah, um, yeah we like to quote from the manifesto now I don't want to just call it what it is just madness on a page but you would be if you're by yourself making bombs in the woods see that's again that's the thing you're yeah. like so like because that's the thing that individually argument you talk about earlier like the mind doesn't exist without <laughs> A society of some kind. Wait, sorry, explain that. So it's like your mind is like a mirror; it reflects, and you need other people around you to check your behaviour. To also spit mm. ideas with, because we're all like fragments. I don't think we're completely a mirror. I think there's part of that in the, in the mind. But... No, no, no. But like, if you, all right, feral children is like the prime again. That's sociology. What I want you get people that never had any experience or contact with. Um, uh, society, like they live just with wolves or something. Like yeah, that. they can't talk and things. They like can't that. talk. Yeah, you know, they haven't had nourishment of the brain either. And they yeah. have no real concept of the self, things like that. But some actually end up learning some words when they were brought in. But you know, yeah. their, their behaviour was sort of set to some degree. And and that's the thing. Like Unabomber, they got a bit. Yeah, he's a very intelligent person, and fortunately for him, he um, you know, there's the abuse, and then he ended up doing the DTD. But he went out into the woods, became reclusive, and 
that that's a bit problematic because that's the issue of isolation and that's what a lot of people find uh, the Karl Marx argument is about like alienation it's one of the issues with societies people get very alienated in their homes especially like old people they have no real contact whereas again if we went back to the tribe thing yeah, everyone sort you know, of had like everyone move was on, move on just yeah, sorry yeah that's fine where you, see, you mentioned older people though I used to talk to quite a, a lot of them in the work that I've done in the past not anymore but I, you know quite a few years ago yeah. and there was one guy who lived on his own most of the time and we went there to do work with it on his house. I can't remember what it was now. Mm-hmm. And um, he actually started crying when he was talking to us because obviously no one talks to him or anything. And I just, yeah, it's one of those where I thought, oh no, that's terrible. And there's nothing I can do about it. I mean, yeah, unless you just go over there all the time. It and... was quite far away, so I yeah. couldn't. Yeah. But I did really feel for him. Yeah, it's, you know? it's, a, it's a tricky experience. And then also the issue is you need to stimulate your, your mind. And uh, the Alzheimer's has got a few reasons that that uh, causes it when we don't know all the reasons of course but one no, of the things all. that um is detrimental for the brain is isolation because it's just it, the internal voice just like gets feral not feral mm. but it gets manic or it gets or it shuts Do you down know, it, it, sort of, um, it's like it like, very often reverts back to previous times isn't it that's an issue because it, it like digs into itself whereas what not the feel, craving is like new experiences where there's yeah, like i know uh, this is going to sound crazy or completely as, sorry, uh, sorry yeah. and, and completely unscientific but do you reckon it's kind of like as you get older and you get to then you sort of develop those things in your, your brain, it's kind of like you're getting it. Let's say like if what I was saying earlier was true, then you're sort of close to that point where it's the end and then your mind's already starting to do that review thing before you get there. I know it's completely unscientific, but that's right. when you think about that, it's quite crazy, isn't it? Well, like actually at death's door, your, your It's brain already is... starting to flip as if it's going to do it when you actually get there, you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know that's mad, but... When you think about it like that, it kind of it's in a strange way, doesn't it? Um, but, uh, but speaking of mind, there was an interesting study I saw. Mm. I read, not saw. I didn't personally view it. But um, yeah, sorry, it was a, it was a MRI scans they did on yeah. babies from the. Can you ex- sorry to do this? But MRI no. scans, um, mm-hmm. uh, that doesn't produce radiation because I know how CT scans work. I know how <laughs> X-rays work. Yeah. But I and. and Actually, CT scans actually produce quite a, a lot of radiation. I won't get yeah. into it, but um, okay. I don't know how MRIs work because that's just magnets. So there's electromagnetism. Yeah, it's not it's radiation, mad- is it? Right? Magnetic something imagery. You should know this. I should. I should. I should play this. <laughs> it's something. It's like magnetic something imagery. And yeah, it's, you go into that machine that looks like a big massive polo set of polos, and then it goes very Wah, scientific. Wah. It yeah. does that for ages, and then like some people freak out. Some people have panic attacks. I don't know if you ever seen them or asked. I've never had one. It looks quite. Been, I've, I've only seen them on TV actually. Yeah, yeah. To be honest, um, no, no, I've, I've never um, had one. But as Doctor and I've, I've given a couple out. But no, there was an interesting. Um, uh, one where they um, scan children's brain. I won't lie to you, but there was a no? the person that I was telling me about all the radiation things. They said that if your if your doctor doesn't know about the levels of radiation that you receive, you should get another doctor. Just put that. There. And that's why I'm in Dubai. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So um, yeah, that, there's um, so they de- yeah this study basically. <clears throat> They measured like the grey matter of children. So they went um, up to seven times each from uh, five months to four years. Sorry, not from straight from birth, of course, that'd be mad. Right. Um, but yeah, they, they compared medium income families to low income families. They also tried to count all of like the variables as best they can. So things like infant birth weight, early health, uh, mothers, they, they took out people that smoked, like mothers that smoked, sorry, uh, excessive drinking, birth complications, significant language or learning disorders and other risk factors. So they tried their best to control that. And yeah, so what they noticed in the lower income families is that first in the first five months there wasn't much difference between grey matter and the, and the babies 
by four years of age, the volume of grey matter was around 10% lower among children from less well-off families compared to that of the medium income group. So, again, one of the things... They basically kid themselves and, working more, basically, is what you're saying. There. There's, a, there's a lot of... Well, there's a lot of stress and also there's, again, they... <laughs> Again, this is a, a complicated thing to talk about. I don't want to um, simplify it too much, but you've got a lot of stress in lower-income families as well as maybe just, um, well, like you say, what you call like a cultural capital, like a cultural exposure to things. And as a consequence, they may not um, be read to as much. Uh, they may not have healthy you know diets so as much. There's, a, there's a lot is, of factors to take is, into account. This is the problem when you, you come But in there's with... a lot of stress from, um, again, what I want to get is when, there's, when societies, that's in the USA, by the way, when mm, societies yeah. have got less... Um, economic polarization. There's less crime. There's more trust. People are healthier. They yeah, but longer. then you're dead boring. This but is that's the point. not true. No, that's well, no, that's subjective. Is, that's no, completely it's, subjective. Because it, it's not. I, I, no, no, you're right. Actually, it is subjective, and that's the point. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you want that's, a subjective that's experience. Exactly but the point of the enjoyment. I mean, when, when you're a kid, like or like a teen, even, I find like yeah, some people can be excited. And as I got older, they're just the thing maniacs. is like. There's like the, the people that well, are, look, I was there's the people fun. that make the argument, and they're usually called right wing these days, right? Because they come up <sighs> with the, um, well, they come up with like the biological argument of different topics, right? So they basically say whenever when people come out and say everything's relative, these people come out, oh, but wait a minute, there's oh, always like the nature fallacy. There's always these fallacy. biological reasons yeah. why actually we're, fit. and I'm just, and I don't disagree with any of that. Yeah, and right. I don't disagree with that, but the point is, is that you take that so seriously. Mm-hmm. And that's a problem. And this is the point. But this is the problem with this argument: is that you make this. Ten, well, you, you make all these arguments, and you bring all these data and statistics and all the rest of it. And I don't disagree with any of it. And that's the point. But the the point I'm trying to make is, at the end of it, it's not going to matter. Great matter. None of that is going to matter. That's the point. And then you don't. And this is, it's how the person lives. But their this life is the is benefit of, uh, of older people. Because you don't realise that, and I don't know how I realised it, but you don't realise it until you get to a new, an older age, and it's how youth. That's the saying: youth is wasted well, on the young, well, isn't it? That's the point because they spent, and it's not because they didn't know anything; it's because they spent so much time thinking it's that serious. When actually, you think, what's the point? I'm nearly dead. And I'm going to lose everything. Yeah, I don't course, know where course, I'm course, going. Yeah, but that, that's the thing. It's like you know. There's, you know, the thing is, it's like you you got to impress. Well, you got to impress the people that you want to in your life and stuff like that to some degree that like to have a partner and you've got to do things to do that right I don't know I'm not like, discounting the biological you, side of lot, things you've got a lot I'm of, not. like life is stressful I, and I, I'm not discounting it, it. I'm, not, I'm and, not disagreeing yeah, with yeah. that I'm just saying that underneath that layer ain't gonna matter ain't got, it ain't gonna matter it, it, it's it not ain't gonna, gonna matter. matter it's not though it's not because yeah, yeah, but like some... if you went for your life and did nothing and died yeah it wouldn't matter okay I know that sounds mean. But that's like, not okay, the so point there, I'm trying to make. I'm just saying that at the end of the day, mm-hmm. who cares at the end of it? Well, it's a bit nihilistic, isn't it? Well, I'm not. I'm not saying it in a negative way. I'm just saying matter of factly. Oh I yeah, think yeah. That's so what you know, like if you realise, so there's like, okay, maybe there is reincarnation. Maybe there is just like an. Internal... I'm not saying there is. I'm I just... never said you yet. I'm just talking. So, <laughs> so maybe there's like this. I'm uh, them up. Uh, maybe there's this, there's this eternity that just like <laughs> goes on forever. But then if it goes on forever, it's over in the blink of an eye, as I think Socrates said. But like mm, the, yeah. let's say there's whatever. You only live as you want. So you're only Callum once. Mm. Maybe. Maybe you're Callum seven times. Maybe you just keep doing this again and again and again until you. So I get it right. Until you get it right. Maybe. Yeah. Who, <laughs> which religion is that? Is that Nietzsche? Is that Hinduism? I can't remember which religion. Yeah, he did like, come up with something like that. Oh, there's the, the title He this. didn't quite finish it. And no, then he no, went yeah. mad. So. And he hugged a horse. 
He broke his dad hooked horse. That's strange how that's the thing that finally got but, him, isn't it? Yeah, it was the horse being that's lashed the thing that or something. Broke the it? it was like, <laughs> but like, yeah, so, back. but you you got like one life as well, and and then there's the Achilles uh, like fate. So Achilles, I was think gi- we do have Achilles, one life. We, Achilles was life, given yeah. the um. I suppose if I got this right, Achilles was. I don't know if it's in Dante Inferno they twist this. I don't think it's in the original story of Achilles. Because in Dante's Inferno, Achilles is in one of the rings of hell. I think it's Pride. Oh, I've never. I think it is. But yeah, so he he talks to someone uh, in Dante's Inferno, and he says, "Dante, is that the John Milton one, or is that is that another one?" No, it's in Dante Inferno from like the Renaissance. Oh wait, I'm I'm losing track of my author. There's another one though, isn't there? That was John Milton. Yeah. I can't quite remember. But anyway, the point being mm, is that Achilles okay. is talking to this person and he, he regrets his decision because his decision was it's either to live a short but uh, a life of, of achievement and be mm. like the best that he was or he would live like a longer life with a family now. Oh, I see and, and it's sort of like this youth argument of like, that you could say the hubris of youth <laughs> is that you want to be like, I don't know, let's say like Chris Ronaldo, that's the best of the best and you, you try your best to get there. Yeah, be, but well, it, it comes at a price. And yeah, maybe you live well, like some people well, have different chapters to their life, and other people are just like dead focused on one thing for lo- for a long time. And but the, the they, thing, the fi- the point I would make on that though the, is the premise of that story in the first place. Okay, because the premise of that story is that Achilles is taking himself really seriously there. Yeah, yeah. But and my point is that if he didn't take it so seriously, maybe he wouldn't be there. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's maybe it wouldn't matter. He wouldn't have because got, he's and, dead. Like. Do you know what I'm saying? Now his soul like, is this, is, this is the toilet. point. Like, it doesn't really like. Admittedly, we don't know if he's a real guy or not. But if he was, we remember who he was, right? And I get that point. As a, yeah, as a character. But at some point, this plant's going to blow up, and then no one's going to know who Achilles is or was or whatever. Yeah, there's just yeah. the whole point that I'm trying to make is that, that it's everything just, is absurd, right? If you look yeah. at the Earth, where this Earth is spinning around at I think it's 1,060 miles per hour, right, on its axis, right, and it's going around the Sun faster well, yeah, than the, that. The speed limit, mate. It's exactly. Graceful. Exactly. Right. It's going around the Sun get faster than that, right, yeah. and Beyond that, even more stuff's happening. Before even more stuff's happening, and we're this tiny little point. Yeah, okay. and then you get these people that are walking around this rock, and rightly so, because we all want a comprehensive life that we can understand. Fair yeah. enough, I yeah. understand the point of it. Yeah, but when you break it down, you start to think about it, and you think, why not? That's the, the, the that's the thing I, I boil down to is well, why not? Why not? Well, I said like I'm gonna crush this cow <laughs> against no, my head. Don't why go not? too far. Obviously, nothing absurd because we do have to live. Take to, out a village of children. We do have to live together because otherwise we can't experience it in the first place. And I do want to make that point. But it's a little bit like people sit there and they, they think about it all so much and they get all yeah, into get, it and serious. And it's like you're missing the, the point. Yeah, you're, you're missing meant, the entire you're meant point. A vibe, man. You're meant to be in, in vibe land. You're meant to like have a good time. We can go too far that way and become a bit of a. A bit of a fool, maybe. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah, yeah. But like that, I see. Yeah, it's balanced okay. in some Yeah, way. yeah, yeah. Again, yeah. so uh, I, I, in some ways, I look at the modern mind as in like we're sort of in this weird limbo. As in, mm. we learn things backwards. Like you learn about all this stuff at school, and then when the more that you experience life, I don't know, you like see the, I don't know, like the reality of it. If that makes sense, so. Mm. You can get caught up in a job, as you said at the start, and like life can pass you by. Because I know, actually understand why you. people do. By the way, I don't want to take anything away from anyone. No, no. I mean, that's the thing. Example, you might, you, when you're in it, you, you, you're meant to be. You might want to leave like an inheritance. So, for example, the baby boomers um, are the biggest demographic we got in Britain. But they're the, in Britain, for example, wealth has increased, but income has stagnated. So, meaning that yeah. like they've got a lot of wealth locked up, the baby boomers, and they're getting to retirement age now. And what's going to happen is uh, and how people get onto the property ladder. Is because they get inheritance or get given yeah. endowments from yeah. baby boomers, right? 
So like, yeah, but a lot of them took advantage of of an economy that was post-war. Oh, excellent! And it's always going to have that bounce. They had so that's that's what I mean. But if you go before that age, it was. Probably similar in terms of inheritance. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and again, that, so we've so just cycled round. I mean, we'd have to have another war maybe to make it happen again. I don't yeah. want, and I don't really want that. Yeah, with the, so. actually, that, that, that can bring me to something else. I want to say probably mm-hmm. about C. H. Douglas, but uh, the yeah, it's like relying on inheritance to get ahead. And we're mm. in this massively stagnating economy that basically needs like a lot of debt written off, and there's just a massive complication going on. Mm. And but again, the reason why the baby boomers work is there's also an inheritance and legacy thing. So as you say about like, what's the point when you're near the end? It's more like you you give back to life in whatever shape or form. It doesn't have to be your own grandkids. Yeah, no, absolutely. You give back yeah. to, I, well, you could like make And uh, then that's lovely... something you could look back on and review and be like, actually, that was something life... I'm really glad that I didn't experience. 100%. But, but, like, well, 100%. Life, life, life... but that's part of the enjoyment of but, it. That's but, what I'm saying. Yeah, life, like, one of the things that life does is reward life that gives back life. Like, it's mm. in, and that's uh, in a very broad sense, but like that could be in any... Way possible, so like you know, I feel you like can, you should have been holding up the the peace fingers when you peace said that. fingers, yeah, bro, yeah, bro. <laughs> but like, like you look after the environment, or you you know you um look after the youth, you make sure they're I don't know, just like learned, yeah, and uh, you can understand the morality tricks. that way, hundred uh, yeah, percent. But I yeah. think you can get you that negative, you can get that negative morality. Like I know some people, yeah, the bitter anger, like, demented. Like, I know like, some people in my life that literally because they're so unhappy with themselves, yeah. and I'm not going to name names. That someone he looked directly in the eyes then. <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I actually know people personally that yeah, yeah. are very insecure about themselves <laughs> and they're very they're very uh they're very judgmental in yeah. who they are because they don't like who they are, they don't like what they're doing. Yeah. And then they what they'll do is they'll understand I suppose it's the Nietzsche thing, isn't it? The yeah. priests are the weakest people, and then they try and put their morality on people to actually put themselves at the top. You know, I don't want to make that too dry, but the point I'm making yeah. is I think I know people like that. They're like, I don't, I'm not where I want to be. So I want to make this person live the way I want them to. And then I can control the way life's going. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Rather, which is silly because yeah. just turn around and look at yourself differently, make a different attitude about yourself and get where you want to be. And then you'll actually see morality as you were just explaining it in uh, that positive way. Yeah. Yeah. Where you're not like, let me get out this big book and start laying down some laws for you. Yeah, Do you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. Okay, that, uh, that's what I'm trying to say, you know? Yeah, I think it's always like the priest class was like a way of, like, they weren't the broadness, you know, the like, biggest shoulders. And they were like, how can I use my wits? But that's, that's the cynical like, side. Of yeah, it. I think yeah. There's, oh, no, but there's obviously like... There's a positive side of it. Yeah, it's like, Let's not take away the fact I mean, that they before... Brought, they brought Christi- prostitutes to the temple. They're, well, they're, they're, they're but reverse before, pimps. But, but before <laughs> Christianity in... Europe, it was a brutal place. I'm not saying it got better. We had the medieval period and that rest of it, but mm-hmm, mm-hmm. at least there was something trying to say, just don't go around killing people. I mean, the Romans before Christianity, it was kind of like, yeah. and I don't want to get into the argument of why it fell and all the rest of it, because yeah, I don't necessarily yeah, believe that. Podcast, but yeah. Exactly. But before they had Christianity, they were like, yeah, just butcher them. Kill them all. Yeah. Which, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> there was just, just bloodlust. No, they were. They were, so they it, were did, it, it, it had it tempered a certain thing even if it yeah, wasn't I completely successful it funny, like so it, you know like it's like the it's like the Jesus thing he came along and goes guys just don't just don't, don't be do an arsehole and they were like kill him get him on the cross get him on that cross and the, yeah, the, the worst violent, bit, horrible the, way to die the worst bit about it is it was his own people that decided yeah. they wanted to do it and they had the option didn't they the, uh, the, the own people we would not name their names but like there was the <laughs> <laughs> there was the, there was, um, so. but there, yeah I know what you're saying but with the, what was it Pontius Pilate gave them the option of Jesus or like a rapist was it is that right I can't remember in the Bible. Oh, I don't remember. And they're like, Jesus, yeah, yeah, Jesus on the cross. And this guy's like, like oh, I'm going to... Do you know, the, get out I think it. people look at that story differently than... how Because a lot of people, 
they get a bit blinded by the illusion of it because of the way the stories have built up around it. Yeah. But actually, if you look at that story, which was probably a true story in, in, yeah. without a lot of the supernatural stuff, it was actually, if you look at it, it's just a, it's pretty much just like a Greek tragedy. Tragedy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because you've got this guy who's trying to do well in the world, trying to do mm-hmm. good and mm-hmm. trying to say the right things. Yeah. And what ends up happening is, is that he gets executed, which is... That's, it's not very that's what, experience. That's what happened. That's his work, though. You that's know. his trade. Well, he got executed, not rightly so. Mm. And what happened was his friends, who were his close friends, couldn't take it, couldn't take the loss. So they reimagined him, wrote lots of stuff about them, brought him back to life. Yeah. In in text, yeah, and obviously people ran away and made religion out of it. But mm-hmm. they brought hit that friend that they love so much back to life. Yeah, so it was that tragedy and that bit of hope. And it's actually a, a really compelling story. And I, this is the thing I don't understand about it. If mm-hmm. you just take the supernatural out of it and see life for what it is, actually, that's a really compelling story. I and mean, really can tell. And actually, it makes the man more like a person that you can really relate to than him just being the son of God. That's the bit that's not needed. If you take that bit out, actually what you get is mm. a really a guy that would look back on his life and even though he got executed, he would look back and say, wow, I that was something. I've really changed the world. I've done something. Yeah. Yeah. And that's the point of enjoyment that I'm trying to get. And let's be honest, he wasn't focused on money. <laughs> yeah, when so, you went into the temple, city, after all, you, you know, exactly flip the table. Exactly that. Yeah, but that, again, with money in general, like there's the whole history of it. Like the ancient Greeks, as we like to bring up, uh, there's this whole um, moral conflict of money of like basically making money out yes. of money. There's the interest thing, the nursery. You know, people really don't. It's like, always but, been yeah. Again, we take that it goes back to, interest. Which goes now, back but... to a Solon, for example. Solon yeah. did. He was like, right, get rid of this. This is a other way of um, getting control of things. Yeah. You make control of things through no real. It's just like a like. There's a meme, for example. This this uh, this guy's laughing at a monkey, and then the monkey goes like, "You work for money that people print for free," and mm. that's essentially at the source mm. of it. That's what it is. So yeah, like uh, with. Like a lot of like the tensions in the early 20th century was about the banks and they and you know you got Marxism and fascist ideologies and things yeah. like coming out. But there's a guy that I find really interesting called C. H. Douglas who did the it was basically the formation of the social credit movement. Right, and he's a really interesting guy because he's an engineer. He's a major as well. Oh, okay, he's an engineer. So when he looked at like the system, yeah. Because he worked around the British Empire and he tried to do again, again these projects for them, like build a dam or a railway, you know, in the way of like maybe someplace in Africa or like in Indian subcontinent. But he mm. couldn't get the credit for it. He was really confused because it was like we're in the British Empire, like we have all the resources of like a quarter of the world's mass. Yeah, why can't I get the money just to do a simple project that will also increase the economy because I'm attached because to people it. need money they need money right they need money yeah yeah people, they need money to have money well, that's, that, but that's what his, his idea comes to because he when it, he was fascinated so he basically just looked as an engineer he wasn't an economist he looked mm. at the economy in an engineer's mind and he broke it apart and he did no 100% it. and he didn't and then, no, but this is an intri- intriguing story because he didn't um, have the yeah the cl- the cloudiness that, econ- that the university econ- economists had so for, uh, what made me laugh is in the 20s he was going, this could be a massive depression because he mm. noticed there was a lot of waste in the system mm. and he noticed people were working a lot and their purchasing power was going down. Yeah. Things like that. And, um, and, and he was like really against A private- bubble. Every time it collapses, there's a bubble. Yeah. And he yeah. really hated private banks printing money and basically controlling the system. So the, mm-hmm. he, um, he said there's going to be a collapse in the 30s and he said there's going to be wars out of this because the system uses wars to um, generate income. Because when, whenever there's a war, the banks just print loads of money. In fairness, really I, 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 well, in fairness, I don't think anyone saw the fascist rising like that. Maybe, I, well, no, maybe, no, no, but, no, but he, it's yeah. not even that because it's not just you can see te- again when it comes to certain social 
paradigms, you notice some things play out again and again. Mm. So when it gets really dramatically polarised mm. and, and resentment breeds, and that leads to ideologies taking over, and people, again, yeah, the priest class. People, it's, it's always but, that line from The Dark Knight. I mean, but, I really like that movie. I won't interrupt you too much, but yeah. there's that line, isn't it, in times of, oh, I'm going to butcher this, it's... Uh, when people are desperate, they turn to they turn to a man they don't quite understand, which is the Joker. Yeah, which right. Is, you right. could say that's kind right. of like the Hitler figure. Yeah, Hitler it? figures. You know, they, they turn yeah. to a man they don't completely understand. They're and, desperate. And that's the thing with C.H. Douglas because he's quite a, well. For all the Dark Knight's full of one-liners. I, love it. <laughs> yeah. I, know, yeah. I know it's an old movie now yeah. in comparison, but yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Joker, Joker. Yeah, we yeah, should do great. something about that movie, and uh, because I, I think there's a whole moral argument to be had between Joker and Batman. Actually, to be fair, if you want to have that at some point, yeah, maybe, maybe, maybe. Well, you know, I think, it, I think it's a really good one um, to have. But, but yeah, so but C.H. Douglas, for example, he was, um, he was a jolly figure. So in some ways, he did have the Hitler rant on methamphetamine. No, yeah, of course. But like, so, so he would engage a I never knew the, the, the Nazis took um, met- drugs until you told me. Yeah. <laughs> I looked it up, I was thinking, that's a load of rubbish. I looked up and it's true. It's really true. That's how they uh, got so quick. Honestly, and, there's know, a good, like, just for our listeners, it's like, look up Blitz by, I can't remember the guy's name, he's a German journalist and he just looked into the yeah. drugs of the Third Reich and it is quite high. No, they were just giving it to the soldiers, weren't they? But it's like, again, like, on a again, very brief tangent, it's just like the the conquest of France is just basically a meth rage. They, they, <laughs> well, it's also, about, it sounds ridiculous, but it's true. It, honestly, it, really, it, 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 it's, it's literally it's true. That's it's, what happened. It's an yeah. insane it's period of history. And then it yeah. doesn't work in Russia because Russia's huge, but France is only like so big. So it's it really, almost did. It's only because of the snows, really, then they yeah, couldn't resupply. Yeah. And they had... Because that's they the thing about... The, meth crashes. That's the problem with the Third Reich because they had a great front line and tanks, yeah. but then behind them was a horse and cart. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's yeah, yeah. the main problem. And then Russia's really muddy and like okay, they couldn't resupply. But, but with say, like I say, he predicted like there would be a massive crash, and then he also said there'd be like a, like wars will come of it. And then Keynes, the famous John Maynard Keynes, mm-hmm. he at the same time was going, "There'll be never a crash again." And this is like three years before the Great Depression. Then if someone says something like that, or then, this boat's too big to fail, or something yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Like, oh no! And, and the thing the is, tragedy and then, is coming. And then Keynes also said like, "Oh, and once it crashed, he was like, oh no, things will be fine." And then World War Two happens. And what makes me laugh is like. <laughs> Who is who's known more in history? It's Keynes, not C.H. Douglas. Because C.H. Douglas, I must admit, I don't know either of them. You don't. I don't <laughs> so know. John Maynard Keynes, and just just quickly, he like he he says use debt to stimulate the economy. He's the reason why like you get that brief golden age after the Second World War. Okay, it's his economics set. Oh no, it's the, the, the so Bretton Woods, Conf- the Keynesian. That's right. So that's right, gotcha. that's that oh, guy with a Y. That's right. Yeah, gotcha. He, right. So K E Y N E S. So right. if you want to look him okay. up, he's, he's he's I don't know too much about him. He's an interesting guy, but he's more about debt. And C H Douglas is really against debt because he says the issue, the big thing with um uh, the society when he was looking at is what was it? What was it? I've got a little note here. Yeah, it was basically debt versus well, debt versus imaginary value. Yeah, like debt I, I have... He wanted to get rid of that, but so there's a concept that he thought of called um uh the national dividend, and it's basically. Mm. Uh, you get it's oh, calibrated yeah, each year. I know what you're saying. Yeah, yeah, like uh, you each get paid year you get, for doing nothing. Well, yeah, but yeah that's, exactly, <laughs> sorry, but, I've said that in a really silly. But no, way, no, can't say because he had a retort to that. Oh no, I got, <laughs> I got his retort because he said like bankers, for example, they just print money from nothing. No, I know. I just, so, I mean, yeah. yeah, so like, but he again, it was about like purchasing power. It was to make up for like the gaps in the financial cycles that left mm. workers uh, poorer. And yeah. stuff like that. It's an interesting concept, and also what I liked about him, respect about when I read about him, is he was pushing an idea for. He wasn't going like, "I've got all the ideas, and this is the answer." Mm. It's like I've just got this idea. I've looked, and let's build upon it. And that's what started the social credit movement, which happened in the thirties. And there's a, I think it's Alberta. I don't think we can do it seriously until we 
number one sort our problems out and number two oh, yeah. until we get more AI technology to be well, honest. Oh, this is what is interesting because again there's the same concept it comes back around again because uh, the because what we're having now is AI and the equivalent back in the early 1900s was you know this industry was happening what was happening you know, people, computing people to, were to get, very very people, very very basic people sense. were no, no, no I'm not just talking about computing I'm talking about, I'm talking about just machines in general. Machines were taking yeah, so work. I, uh, okay. The so, brain of the machine, yeah. Yeah, so machines were taking work away from people, but like in a good way, in the sense that people could have more leisure time. So what C.H. Douglas' idea, right, is like get rid of private banks to, well, private banks can still exist, but they just don't give, they don't control the money supply. Make that a government thing. Oh, you and, mean like a central bank? Yeah, so he doesn't That's want... That's got no, its own problems as no, no, well. But, uh, yeah, but uh, so, so he, oh, just let me finish. So you've got, yeah. the, you got the central banks, they get the, they, they, he wants to cut that out. And then, he wants like so you get this national dividend, then and there's more to it but you that, that happened this year but the issue that's happening now because there's UBI you know universal basic income yeah. is a common rhetoric now and the the issue now that's happening is that CH Douglas' idea has been taken but still applied to the private I don't think UBI would work in this current so there's something taken and they'll be given to the central banks mm. and and what so for example China has their social credit system and this is completely different to what yeah. CH Douglas was talking CH Douglas' idea is so no, that they, we have more they, enjoyment they take like, every capitalist idea and they twist it and contort it oh, yeah, they into do. something horrible because, they? because they're, they're, they're an authoritarian thing so, yeah it's so, horrible like I saw the thing there was yeah. a video I saw yesterday of someone passing like a checkpoint in a train station and that the, the it was videoing them and they had to get a fingerprint or something. Yeah. They had to smile for the gate to open. Yes. And it was like, Ooh. Yes, yeah, yeah, things like they, that. They take basic technology was... and they twist it. Yeah. And it reminds yeah. me of like a weird futuristic version of the USSR if it didn't collapse. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean, because that's it. That's, this they're, is they're the same. The, the, because, if you look, because obviously I, I know a lot about the Chernobyl situation um, yeah. for various reasons. And um, the... The point is, if you look at the culture that existed around that disaster, you understand why that system failed. There's so many different reasons why the USSR failed, right? Yeah. But if you, a good book for people to read is Midnight in Chernobyl, by the way, because that explains the whole from start to finish, and it would explain the sheer. You can watch the show, but if you want an actual factual thing, it's um, you not just incompetence ignorance, corruption, there's so much of it. And the reason it exists is because everyone's afraid of everybody else. And not only are they afraid of everybody else, and it's not for like US where you get fired or you'll become homeless. It's literally you will die. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's right. Yeah. And that that's so and, but that's they, just, they they thrived on the reign of terror, didn't they? But in China, it's managed to survive because they've changed their economy. The USSR didn't want to change its economy because mm. it had this pride. It had a great pride about itself. Mm. And it was like, no, I'm not. We can't admit that this disaster is happening. We can't admit that our economy is failing. Yeah. The reason why we've built this reactor quite cheaply, even though it's so big, is because it can produce lots of energy mm-hmm. and it didn't cost us that much. But the problem is, it was a disaster because they kept failing, and they're not the the RMBK reactor is not the only thing to explode. And I'm not going to make it about just nuclear stuff, but the point I'm trying to make is, is the culture they had around it. They couldn't admit that there was a problem. Yeah. And in yeah. China, what they've done is they said, actually, there is a problem in the economy. The USSR failed. We have got to do something. Yeah, yeah. And what they decided to do was shift their economy, change it. So like but they've got the areas. same government. Yeah. So they've got the USSR, mm-hmm. but with a different economic model. Yeah, that, right. Yeah, and yeah. the problem with it is, mm. it's so twisted. Yeah, and it's so strange. I, I like, I'm I like, sorry if anybody listens in China. You probably won't because they have an internet blocker. Yeah, yeah. But the point, which is, I think you, Google helped them make, I think maybe. Like, but you know, I, I get their predicament of that. It's either you're not going to be in our country if you don't help us, and it's like, well, well should just, we get our foot in the door? I don't know. It's it's a. I don't want to get into that. It's a complicated moral argument. But yeah. the point I'm making is with that with China, it's it's a failed state. 
it doesn't realise that it's failed yet because it's the same as USSR. They always posted about how great they were, posted all these statistics, but yeah. it was all lies. Yeah, yeah. None of it was true. And anything that was true was actually repressed and it never yeah, got yeah. out. And then it's not until it failed. Everyone read all the documents and everything and they were like, this has been failing a long time. And it's the same thing with China. It's failing from within because, and I know that, yeah. because every time you talk to or you hear one of their officials talk, one of their government representative talk, you can feel not only how in fear they are for their own selves, right, yeah. right but also how insecure they are about their own state. Yeah. They're very, very defensive. Yeah, but- and that's the same as USSR. They're very defensive. And the reason they were defensive is mm-hmm. because they knew it was, wasn't working. Yeah, yeah. It's the same thing. Peter, Peter Till um, <laughs> just said like, like, like the CCP is yeah. like... Uh, Paranoid autistic state, like it's same like, as USSR. That's exactly and every how that time, operates. like every time there's a slight against them, like there's NBA football because basketball it fails. players. But every time, <laughs> like, every time there's slight. It doesn't from the NBA players, for example, they force them to apologize and stuff like that. Or like uh, John Cena, he said something about Taiwan, and they were like, "How dare you? You even acknowledge Taiwan?" And like, John Cena's trying to break it in China, so he was a coward and just bent over. Like, oh, I'm so sorry. And it's like that stuff in but, about twenty years time, thirty years time, when it the the extent of how much they're failing is starting mm. to come out. Maybe longer than that. People that apologise to them will look really bad. Yeah, so like... Really bad. And it's like, there's that Black Mirror episode, isn't there, where it's based on like the rating system. Yeah, I've and, seen and that's what the social credit system in, in China does. So if mm. you don't um, have a kind of credit score, mm. social credit score, you won't be allowed to get on a bus or like get on a plane or you're, you're excluded from certain goods. That and, doesn't help and, their economy. This is where I find it quite uh, creepy. What like so there's this like you can say paranoid outlook. So the Bank for International Settlements is the oldest international financial institution in the world. It's the central bank for central banks, uh, BIS for short. And okay. they they are really keen on CBDCs, central bank digital currencies. They're very keen on that. Because you can keep making them. You can keep making them. If they them. fail, you just make them. And also, you track everything. Yeah. You track, oh, and that. Yeah. And, you track, and then you openly say, oh, what's his name? I've got his name here. Um, Augustus, uh, Augustus Carniston? I think you say Augustus Gloop. Augustus Gloop. He does, honestly, if you look this guy up, look up BIS head, August, Augustin. He's a Mexican economist and he's huge. He's really? absolutely, yeah. Honestly, he's like comically, evilly, greedily fat. Yeah. Like, and... And it's like he's if at, I was that rich, I'd have so much time to to have to work out. Yeah, right? I don't know. And, and uh, like he he talks about these CBDCs because like we should probably we, talk about that. Right? He goes, we have all the power to track every um, central bank currency, and then we have with that we have the technology to enforce any rules regulation. Now this is a sinister thing because this is why cash is going to make a comeback. That's it. People and, don't. So, people always saying, "Oh, cash is going away." I'm telling you, so, I know so. I'm not going to ever. I would never admit this yeah. to anyone about who it is, but I know loads of people, yeah. loads of people that use cash yeah. throughout their. Well, I'm not going to say what they where they use it, but they use it, and because yeah. they don't have to pay to certain people, and they don't. Yeah. People don't know where it's gone. There's a lot of people out there that do that, and people are saying yeah, cash yeah. is disappearing. No, but that, it's it's really not. But that's what we're, it's, that's it's what I'm really curious of what's going, going to happen in the long run is because they they want to they're going to enforce this at some point in CBDCs because they're, they're they're using China. They won't be able to. No, but they, that this is actually say for example in their reports the BIS say things like um this is going to be hard to sell in the West because you know it's not going to happen. And then they say <laughs> that like it's it, not. Yeah, but I I, I wouldn't put it past them. I wouldn't put it past them. Because the, the, they're is, controlled, because no. it's the central money. Because you no, use no, cash, no. right? Your cash no, wait, isn't no, your money. Hang on, the I cash know, is no, the no. central I know, bank no. money. But the point I'm trying to make is, is that a lot of these people think that it's top down. But the point of the matter is, <coughs> it's people that use it decide how it works. 
Yeah, you need you need people to like because it's a Ponzi scheme. You need so, people for to come example, in on when the Bank of England says we're going to make a cryptocurrency, everyone says, "Well, we're just not going to use it because it's pointless." Yeah, yeah. You've got gold. But what no, are you no, doing? no. Because no, what you do is you gradually indoctrinate the youth. That's what you do. <laughs> you wait it out, man. Like you, that's why. Like, okay, that's how, the that's problem how you is, do it, is when the like, youth have their own businesses and they say, "Well, I'm going to use cash." Yeah. Well, there's sure. But the thing is, if there's no central authority on that cash, then I don't know how you're going to basically run that system it's very it's going to be very interesting what happens I obviously haven't got the answer no, because, it, but like, it because like, is, you will have so the thing is what if they all, if they did go successfully to all when people try to control to, things so yeah. to, hard from the top it always fails and I'm not yeah. saying and it will and the thing is it can take a long time or it can take a short mm. time but the fact of the matter is when you use corruptive methods like that yeah. eventually those corruptive methods infect the entire system and then that system comes for you yeah. and yeah. that's why it fails well so far happens. so far these things have been implemented in like uh, more authoritarian countries so far and like, in the UAE we're the for ones exa- that are going to fail we're, in the UAE for <laughs> you example know, that's the point you have um, uh, in your car license plate there's a, a chip and if you get caught speeding, money mm. automatically comes out of your bank account because the chip which is wrong. Which the so chip, we, it's not yeah. even legal to do that. Here. And the chip is linked to your national ID. That's how they do it. So, and there's this is what they think will be the fears. Like, so the UBI come back full round to the UBI thing. It doesn't work in our judicial You will get UBI because uh, there a lot of jobs will be taken up by AI and people like it's good and bad that thing. Like people can focus more on other fields but at the same time there might be just excess people so you'll get this UBI you'll have to uh, you'll fill out certain criteria to get the UBI so that's the fear so for example in Canada under when Douglas was about CH Douglas mm. I think it's the state of Alberta actually had a social credit um, people in power the governor mm. but they weren't able to implement of their things because in the wider scheme they weren't they didn't have the country mm. but now fast forward uh, Canada passed or were trying to pass a bill called B233 or 233 like, or whatever something like that and it's basically looking at using um, CBDCs and then again there was a big uproar because it's on that principle of what we just talked about like the Canadian government could potentially go they like need to be you've careful. eaten too much bacon they need to they need to be very careful because there will be there'll, there'll be repercussions for anything like that yeah but any, but that, that, that you know, work and money and I'm, I'm curious I think we, we should probably see if uh, where we are on this and where we can reach sort of consensus oh, we, have uh, we found any I don't know mate I don't know I, I think we Let's sort of boil some stuff down then. Let's, uh, <laughs> let's, uh, so where are you on money versus enjoyment then? Oh, I think you should enjoy life and, and that doesn't have to be skiing. That was just an example. <laughs> <laughs> so do but you, like, do you agree money, with... I think money is an important um, thing for society's unit of account. It's, uh, it's a way to trade. It's also an energy. So, okay then. So and it's also a recognition. Let's go with what I said earlier at the end of it. Would you be glad that you got loads of money together and would you say that that's an achievement? Yeah, would or would say, you say that would that say was a bit of a waste of time? I'd say that's achievement because I, I've, yeah, I've, I don't know. I've done achievements that didn't give me money, and it's like, yeah, it's a nice story. That's cool. Yeah, okay, but I'll give you a good but, example, right? So there was the um, the Roman senator in general, uh, one that got killed by the gold. I can't remember his name. Crassus. Crassus. He was oh, the, yes. the yes, richest yes, yes. man in Rome. Okay, Parthians, right? The yeah, yeah, the richest man in Rome, right? Now he's not remembered for being the richest man in Rome. No. He's remembered for his failed campaign, the way that he humiliatingly, let's be honest, died. Yeah. Right. And I don't want to, you know, get too into that because I don't want to make it a bit morbid. But yeah. the point is, yeah. he's not remembered for all the money that he gained. He was remembered for the thing that he did. Yeah. Yeah. Be and careful. the point is, he lived that life. So if he, yeah. let's say he was able to review what he did and he sort of said, yeah. I put all of this time into money. And using that money to get on this big glorious campaign, I forgot what I'm even doing. I'm here to enjoy what I'm doing, and I didn't enjoy any of that because it was horrible from start to finish. 
Yeah, yeah. Like if you right. Do, if you do the wrong career, it's horrible. But if you like, no, if you, no, lo- no, if you no, love no, doing no. spreadsheets and you make a good money of it, then you're not gonna hate your time. So you're gonna look back and but think, no, oh, the, there's some spreadsheets. I'm glad the I made. Part, the, the main thing is what a cr- great way to live. Well, yeah, but there are people out there that absolutely love doing a spreadsheet. Well, I'm not one of them. Well, I don't. I don't. I don't but look, so, yeah. Look, you, no, if you create a no. meaning and a purpose to your life, that's the main thing, and you accomplish that meaning. It's, Sorry, yeah, it's, it's fine. It's it fine. Make a noise. <laughs> it's it, like that. Like so, for example, if you make money that leaves behind a legacy. So, for example, you make generational wealth to a point that your your gener- your offspring, for example, or maybe your family members, not necessarily your offspring, can have a better standard of living, and they themselves can go on to accomplish other things because they haven't got to. Work. So, uh, very brief story. There's a guy called yeah, Co- but then the, guy called but, Co- but, but then you all die in a in a, like a fatal car crash. That's that's by the by because you don't know if you're going to be shot in the head by some random exactly you don't know. But But I'd rather try to get to a goal and then enjoy. Also, I can enjoy life at the same time as going for a goal. Oh, hundred percent. Yeah, hundred percent. But But my point is, is that money in itself isn't a goal. But okay, well, there's a quick story. For a start, it's meant to represent something, isn't it? There's a guy called Kobe who got into crypto early, and he made a lot of money out of it. And he and he said that no, but he just said like he was really lucky. He was right place, the right time. And he's just this working class lad. He's quite down to earth, and he's quite an amusing guy. And then because of that, he was able to let his parents like pay off their debts and all sorts. And he said something that was quite eye opening. Well, it's like his he then saw a side of his parents that he hadn't seen because it's like they didn't have any stress. You know what? Okay, no, do you know what? I'm and so they were alleviated of their stress and they were they were more themselves. No, okay, right. No, I hear what you're saying. I don't disagree with it. But here's the point, right? So let's say that that's true. He had a great life and he did the things and he achieved the things he wanted to achieve. But let's say he lived that life and he did it 20, 50, 100 times. Let's say he did it over and over again. He was like, oh, I'm so sick of success. Groundhog Day. I'm so, just let's say it. And then he does it. And then he's like, I'm so sick sick of success because I've been successful so many times now. I want to experience what it's like to just be do nothing and just be a total loser. Or maybe, but do you see the now point? Now he can because he has money. But that's enjoyment. Enjoyment is, that's the thing. I don't, I don't, that I don't get a mystery box, right? And I, I think, well, this is going to be good. And I open it and it's a, it's a good thing. I put it out. I'm like, oh, this is what I wanted. This is a good experience. But that's not a mystery. And the enjoyment, the enjoyment of that mystery is gone. Like if I play a video game on really easy and I win every time I yeah. roll over, I'm just like, yes, I'm so powerful. I'm so good. But it's a lie. It's not fun. Well, just I'm got, sucking the just fun cause, out of it. Just because you're rich doesn't mean you don't have challenges. In no, life. no, I'm not saying that. But then let's say we have that box and it could be anything. It could be something really terrible like a snake that's really yeah, like yeah. to get you or it could be like like you said like a, it could be a million pounds a million dollars right and I open it up and it's a snake and I'm like oh that's really terrible but that's the mystery that's the point it's not a mystery box if it's just going to be a million dollars is it <laughs> I don't play deal or no deal thinking no matter what I do I'm going to win today 250,000 yeah that's not that's not the oh, point I, what's the point then if I know I'm going to win I just no. I don't. What's th- the I, point? I, I, no, You've got to be able to fail. You've got to yeah, be able to enjoy there's, things. No, there's nothing in. I don't think it's a. <coughs> Sometimes maybe I just want to. I want to fail, right? Yeah, you need to be tested. Like, yeah, you want you want to have like some pushback because you don't want to be that kid that strops just because you just. Lost maybe I do game. though. Maybe I want to be that sometimes. Maybe you know what? Do you know what you maybe want? I want maybe I want to have a life where I want people to remember me like that, and I want to come back and be like, I don't want that again. I'm bored of that now. Yeah, but you won't remember the previous <laughs> life. I'm not saying it's true. Yeah. I'm just saying, if you look at things that way, you start to see that it's all a bit ridiculous. I think we, I, you need like a very non-consensus bowl right now. 
bonk <laughs> are we like opposites I, I, I just I just honestly think like, like you like honestly I, people that it's that that old phrase it's like yeah money doesn't buy you happiness but it's better to laugh not, not, it's better to cry like a jaguar than in a pit but maybe I want to cry in a cry. pit one day because that makes me feel like I'm in. That maybe you're pit alive. Crying. Maybe you're alive. Yeah. You know, for once, right? Exactly. Get these heated seats. Exactly. What's the point? Uh, if I'm always in the Jaguar crying, but what's the point? I don't want to cry. What's the point? I've got Jaguar. I'm going to cry. <laughs> I'm going to cry because I've got Jaguar. That's not a mystery. No, because you have like emotions and human attachments and all sorts of things. Blah, 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 blah. And my heated seat. And my heated seat. Great. Yeah. Give me a sweaty <laughs> bum crack. No. It's... If I'm in a pit, I'm in a pit. I know I've done wrong. <laughs> you know, I know that, I've that's done the wrong. point, isn't it? I know I'm wrong. If You're I'm like, wait a second, and I'm oh. feeling that. You know, okay, okay. Uh, <laughs> you see so, what I'm saying? So, no, I don't think I do. I, <laughs> <laughs> I like uh, you actually. No, I can see you being like. I don't know if you've seen this clip online. I can't remember what the title is, but there's this guy who did a load of ketamine. And he's in a dustbin good start and this person like this person doesn't in the know hole, literally yeah 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 and he's filming this guy and this guy's like going oh i'm a wizard down a massive black hole and he's just like he's having a himself. great time he's having a great but time but then he recovers a... from that or he dies and then you look back well i'm, I'm just i've got i've got to explore all, all places here right and he looks back on it and he's like you know what that was yeah. a great moment it didn't end well yeah, yeah, yeah. I had a great time. I had a great. No, yeah, you do have that at times <laughs> on, on drugs. You're like, well, that was that was. Uh, like, if you make traumatic. it, it's a cloche. You had was, a good time. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. Almost died there, but it was, it was pretty, actually that's nothing. But it's like, if you could like, never die, it's and like you weren't even close to ever dying. What's the point? Like, Guy Martin like came out of a fireball once on fire, and then like he was in the hospital. And they're like, you're right. I was like, yeah, I'm fine. It's great. Like that guy almost died, and it was absolutely loving life. I'm trying to think what we can do. To be like a instead of a gong, we could play something that really shows a sound of disagreement. So I play booing or something. Oh, maybe, but I could just. Oh, actually, no. What you play the song, Jeff Buckley's "Satisfied Mind." I think that they his uh, or, or you should do that, listener. Just listen to Jeff Buckley's like, "Satisfied yeah, Mind." His his right tones would probably have a field day. Yeah, and then, and then listen to the those lyrics, as you know. What was it? Um, yeah, I, could, I can't I could, I could play Bobcat sounds for disagreement. Should, should we try a that? Bob, what well, is in the, the actual cat? Or the car? As in the actual cat. Oh. Should we see how that goes? Let's hear it. Um, Let's give me a it. second. <laughs> Loading. <laughs> yeah, I actually am, though. That's <laughs> <laughs> right. Let's see how Bobcat sounds for total disagreement, yeah? Yeah, sure, sure. Right. Uh, yeah, I don't know what this is going to do, by the way. So this is this is a mystery box. Yeah. See what I mean? This is exciting. This is exciting. We're, we're really enjoying I, it. I, that, you know? My doping levels are going through the roof right now. Exactly. <laughs> That's what a bobcat sounds like. Well, I did. I didn't know uh, this. Hang on, hang on a minute. Oh. <laughs> I didn't realize it would be that aggressive in yeah. that long, actually, but. That's disagreement on this show now. It's a just bob- yeah, yeah, bob- yeah. I, I might like work on yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. I, d- I d- here's a little <laughs> fact. I didn't realize tigers can't meow, but cheetahs can. I know why that is. What's that? Because they um. Oh God, I didn't know. Basically, they go down the, the um felines. The they they yeah. went down different paths so at some split. point. In some point of their, and some <laughs> of them went the way of <clears throat> being able to meow like yeah. cats, and I think cheetahs meow, don't they? Yeah, the cheers coming out. Yeah, they they like, went like their vocal cords in their stuff. in their evolution. This is why we know evolution's like like a thing, right? It went down that path. Okay, but stuff like lions and tigers, for whatever reasons they had in their environment, whatever they went down the path of not being able to meow, but being able to roar. 
Yeah. And they can't do either thing. Can't do both. Because their vocal cords or whatever it is that produces yeah. it went down that path yeah. however long ago and they can't come back. Yeah. That's oh. strange, isn't it? Yeah. But that's what happened. And also, you know the MGM... Now we know. Now we know. Knowing is half the battle. And you know, you know the, the MGM logo where the lion goes, wow, you know, does his yes. roar. That's actually a tiger's roar. A, is it? A lion's roar is much deeper than a tiger's roar. Oh, wow, well, no, I never knew that. That's yeah. crazy, isn't Yeah, it? Look, look up a lion's Why didn't they just but, lose the lion of the time? Oh, because it's like, I don't know, because like, I feel they prefer the aesthetic of the tiger. I don't know exactly why they chose it, but they prefer the aesthetic over the lion. Just, lion yeah, the lion's more like, that, you know, like that. The tiger's more like, like that. Yeah. And, well. t- and tigers are pretty cool animals. So to sum up, I think we better finish off. Yeah, we best We've do. not found there's any no, there's common no ground because no. you're sat there with your arms crossed. I am you, touching you're ultra at defensive you. because I've just come up with all load of I don't know what rubbish. you want. I don't know what you want. That's the point. I tried to paint I tried to paint a picture. I had much more to say. I tried to paint a picture of how like you need money and like you need a society working together and not too much economic polarization and you'll have a good time. And then I just come along and knock it all down like uh, the sandcastle. Yeah you're a sandcastle. I, I like, don't need any of this. Like, everyone's healthy yeah, everyone's better off. And you're like, no, no I want to be poor. <laughs> I won't bother. So I'm not. I'm saying that sometimes I do, and other times I'm just like I've had enough of this. I want to. I want to be the person at the top. Yeah, is that a bit of the self-destructive attitude of yourself? Like, you know, what, screw it, burn it down. I know. I think going. every human being has that. Yeah, you do. You, yeah, you. Go You're getting that. more defensive the get, more I'm saying it. Yeah, 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 it's, yeah, like, no, it's almost in like a little ball no. at this point. Ad hominem. No, I was. I was. I was. No, I was. You know, it's like. Yeah, yeah, of course you want to like enjoy things, have a bit of it. Because if everything's too mundane, yes, bloody mad. I get your frustration because like the mental picture that I'm getting is you're building like you know like those professional sandcastle makers and they look really great. Yeah, yeah. And like and I've, I've, I've watched them make them and and it takes them ages and, and so it looks just really, like the news report and, comes and like there's all the different details and tats, way, way before anything I could do uh. and then I watched them do it and they finished it and everyone was clapping and I thought oh and something rose up inside of me and it's like Whoa. <laughs> but what <laughs> it's just like what would it what would it be like to just walk in there and yeah, yeah, just yeah. finish it oh yeah it's like when you just, see a toddler walk by and you go just it. even before yeah. they manage to get a picture of it just kick it all down yeah, just yeah. like well you know this is your moment to <laughs> to improve on that <laughs> <laughs> so I didn't do it yeah I'm just saying there was a moment inside of me that was yeah. like even if it was just a little moment isn't it, it was funny? just like oh that would be that, nice like, it's that thing about life where someone just takes it too seriously <laughs> and you just want to go nah, you just laugh at them no matter what right or like yeah. Yeah, and that's it it's like the sand guy castle <laughs> sand guy castle the sand castle guy sand castle <laughs> Mr. Guy Sandcastle. Yeah, he builds this shell sandcastle thing, and then it's just like bad nerd, and just knock it down. It's just that's crazy. It. Yeah. Either that, maybe that's no, how consensus. Wait. Maybe I think I just come to a consensus. No, no, that it's funny to knock over something. Not even, not even the fact that I've knocked it down. What I would like to have in my do, you just bear with me. Yeah, is yeah. He builds it, and it looks great. Everyone's clapping, and then some clouds come over, and a twister just appears on the horizon and starts coming in and it, and it misses everyone and everything and it just hits his sandcastle, puts it all up on the air, sprays everywhere and then it just peters out. <laughs> like an act of God. I was going to say, that's even worse, isn't it? That's like the chances. But then I don't even do it. I just imagine, you know, it's just me and I'm just seeing it happen and they can't yeah. blame me, right? Yeah, like Bill Burr says for you, went to a muffin store. <laughs> 
<laughs> and this woman sent muffins and he just had the, the intrusive thought of just going bah, 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 and punched all the muffins just, just squashed them in front of her and then and it's like and he just really enjoyed that thought that made him laugh I know it's, it's and he bad, just it was, it? It was maniacally laughing but you've got to ask yourself why do you have that then I really do think it's because it's that enjoyment it's the case it's, of it's I, want, I don't know you what's going to happen you flip the table of expectation because it's like you're not meant to punch them that's the Jesus not, story isn't it he didn't not, go in there this is the thing they got wrong right and I'm going to get like a million Christians emailing me now like you're wrong Wrong, but I'm just going to go. Yeah, with yeah, this. yeah. So, yeah. Uh, <laughs> he got. He didn't go into the temple because he got fed up of them gambling or whatever inside the temple. He got fed up with it because he thought, you know what, they're having a great time in there, yeah. they're making money. Things are going well. I'm not having it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not having this because exactly. I want to see what happens when they have a bad day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so about time someone just popped their balloon and then they put yeah. them on the cross. Yeah, man, I would. You know, that was the real. Was like, that was a good table, that. Jesus. <laughs> You're a carpenter. You should respect this craft. That took me two hours to make that. Yeah, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> I neglected my own children for three hours yeah. to perfect this table. And, then, and you've just not. You've broken its leg. And he's a hobo, isn't he? He's not going to pay for it. He's a carpenter, but he's not going to do it. I don't have the wood to replace this leg. He's a. He's a. I'm living in the desert. Bastard. There's no trees. <laughs> <laughs> this is cheddar. Yeah. How long it took me to grow that tree? <laughs> so, three generations Jesus it took me yeah well okay we've got consensus there I, I, I agree with your I've interpretation I've Bobcat sound now I think we're past that yeah Bobcat I think that highlights this episode okay ladies and gentlemen well if you got something out of it please email because <laughs> you saying that you didn't I I am lost in my Dubai complex <laughs> apartment here uh, I'm, the psychological evaluation of this man have I is, given you lots of think about it Oh, lots. Okay. Lots of things about. Yeah. That's yeah. good. Okay. But, um, I mean, yeah, as I say, if you learned something, please email us because I have no yeah, idea. Yeah, it's a drive me to your leader at gmail.com. And if you are a Christian upset with the temple story, I don't care. Sorry. Oh, no, I, no, I love you, but I don't care. Forgive. You know? Yeah, forgive. What would forgive. Jesus do? Flip tables. There we go. Flip tables. There we go. For his own pleasure. For his own pleasure. It's a little contrary. Anyway, I'll let you. Um, I'll <laughs> let you get hate mail. I'll let you wrap this up, sir. Uh, thank you guys for listening to Dr. Onan. Yeah, and me, Mr. Red. Yeah. yeah. This is Drive Me To Your Leader. I think we're done. I suppose so. Okay, well. Thanks very much for joining us. I hope you got whatever you got out of this episode. <laughs> we had a great time doing it. Yes. Thanks for listening. Thanks very much. Thanks. Oh, bye. Thanks. Thanks. You just want to have the last word. Bye. <laughs>